Hello, my name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. This is Trails of Fire. Here we'll talk about revival, the move of God's Spirit and the supernatural in the past, now in the present and even a glimpse into the future. Stay tuned as this will change your life forever. God bless you. That the presence of God is the investment that the believer has. The presence of God is a very heavy investment that the believer has. Because every time you spend time, you invest time in God's presence, God smears you with his presence. His presence rubs off on you. It is his presence that is the reward for relationship. His presence is the reward for contact. His presence is the reward for spiritual intercourse. Now what I mean by this is that God's presence is different from gifts. It's different from uh, the anointing. God's presence is, is partnership. Now you may have gifts. You can work with gifts when you're living in sin. You are in iniquity. These things can still hang around. But the presence of God is as a result of a developed relationship. Now, I began to see something from the scripture by the anointing of God's spirit that the issue of God's presence is very delicate. God's presence is a covering. God's presence is help. God's presence is defense. God's presence is preservation. God's presence is deliverance. Take away God's presence from a man, he becomes a living vegetable. Now, I'm saying this because there's someone who needs to hear this. Listen, child of God, I saw something in scriptures about how that Jonah, the Bible spoke about Jonah, and that Jonah took money and paid for a ticket. Jonah bought his ticket to go away from God's presence. Jonah bought his ticket to run away from God's presence. The money that God gave Jonah, Jonah used it to fight God. Now, what am I talking about? I'm talking about the fact that uh, New Testament uh, preachers will begin to tell you that God's presence can never leave a man. I agree with that, but how about a man leaving God's presence? God's presence may never leave a man, but a man can decide to leave God's presence, can decide to walk away from God's presence, and that is destruction. That's why David began to pray. He says, cast me not away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Moses understood this, understood the relevance of God's presence. That was why he said, oh God, if your presence will not go with us, do not take us up from here. Don't let us move another step from here. Your presence is more important to us than anything. Your presence is more important to us than our ambition, our plans, our hopes, our aspirations. When the presence of God is with a man, you don't have to, you don't have to, to experiment it. You don't have to, you just know God's presence silences arguments. God's presence answers questions. God's presence causes nations to run to a man that looks as though he has nothing to offer. God's presence is the difference. God's presence is the deal, the main deal. 
I'm so excited about what I got to understand about God's presence. And I want you to understand it too. It is this manifest presence that makes the difference. God's presence is everywhere, but his manifest presence is not everywhere. That is why one man can, can walk into a place and then people begin to cry for Jesus. People begin to beg Jesus. People begin to ask for salvation. People begin to be convicted and they fall on their knees and they begin to cry. Men and brethren, what shall we do to be saved? And another man walks in and people are clapping and they are laughing. Ah, there's a difference. There's a difference. I want the presence and nothing more. I want the presence and nothing else. I want God's presence and nothing less. This morning, as I speak from where I sit in God, I begin to sense that there is a need for the average believer to cry for the presence. To press for the presence. It is that presence that makes the difference. It is that presence that causes your life to have essence. Nobody can ever, can ever make meaningful impact without partnership with the presence of God. So when you make credible investment in God's presence, God's, God's presence comes upon you. You just know it. You walk with that tangible presence. That presence that heals. That presence that delivers. That presence that directs. That presence that helps. And God replied Moses and said to him, Ah, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. It simply means that you cannot have rest until you have encountered God's presence. And not just encounter it, let it abide with you. The Bible says that John the Baptist began speaking and he said that the one who sent me said unto me, upon whom I see the Spirit descend and rest and abide. He is the Christ. So a lot of people are enjoying the descending of the presence and they have not entered into the abiding presence so it is good enough that the presence of God has descended on you but then the best thing that will ever happen to you is that the presence will abide not Monday and then Friday again not this week and then next week again no let it be consistent. Will you cry for the presence? Will you cry for the presence? Someone needs to cry for the presence. You used to feel that presence. You know he's around. He instructs you. He instructs you in the night. He gives you words. He counsels you. He comforts you. He holds your hands before. But something happened and it lifted. Like, like Jonah, you can cry back to the presence. Do not yet let the money that God gave you drive you away from God's presence. Do not let the fame God gave you drive you away from God's presence. Do not let the popularity God gave you take you away from his presence. Do not let the, 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 your social life take you away from God's presence because a man without the presence is like a living vegetable. Any attack by the enemy, any smiting and you are dead. Any smiting and you are afflicted. Not just because of protection. Not just because of fear. But the presence of God is sweet. The presence of God is sweet. Oh. 
I love your presence, Holy Spirit. I love your presence, Holy Spirit. It is the presence that makes a difference. The presence is your defense. The presence of God is your help. The presence of God is your deliverance. The presence of God is your favor. The presence of God is your hope. So more than ever before, I want you to join me and believe us all around the world and cry for the presence. We are tired of gifts. We are tired of just having Rema one revelation upon another. We want the abiding presence. No wonder David was called a man after God's heart. No wonder, no wonder there is a presence that heals. That, that abiding presence. Look at Jesus as an example. Everywhere he went, he was doing good. Everywhere, everywhere. He had intercourse with the presence. He had communion with the presence. He said, whatever the Father does, that is what the Son does. Whatever the Son does is what he sees the Father do. That is a relationship. I ask God to smear you with his mighty presence. I ask God to smear you with his mighty presence. A woman like Catherine Kuhlman, who carried the presence of God. You will hear her muttering. You will hear her praying. You will hear her crying. Holy Spirit, you are all that I've got. Holy Spirit, you are all that I've got. She will beg you while she's preaching and tell you, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. He's all that I've got. Why is that a relationship? And what was the reward? A presence that mortal men could not withstand. If you invest time in God's presence, God will smear you with his presence. He will anoint you with his presence. He will give you his presence as a reward. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for everyone who is listening to me right now. I ask that your anointing rest upon them. More than before, let your abiding presence be reactivated in their lives. Let them encounter you in a bigger way. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. The very intent of the devil from the very beginning was to make sure that man is separated from the presence of God. Yes, man can believe in God. Man can still love God. Man can still give to God, but should be separated from God's presence. Genesis chapter 3 verse 8 And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. They hid themselves from the presence. They hid themselves from the presence. Haven't you realized every time you go astray, the enemy wants to encourage you not to come back to the presence, not to seek the presence, so you can be away from the presence. Because when you are away from the presence, then the devil can, can cause you to enter into error. When you are away from the presence, you can be misled. When you are away from the presence, you can be deceived. When you are away from the presence, you can be harassed. When you are away from the presence, you can be suppressed. When you are away from the presence, you can be tormented. When you are away from the presence, you can be disappointed. When you are away from the presence, you can be rejected. When you are away from the presence, you cannot enter into God's present plan. You cannot align. That is the enemy's plan. That was why even as 
prophetic as Jonah was, he was entering into the snare of the enemy. He was entering into the snare of the enemy to forsake the presence. Why do you think what was Jesus' greatest, greatest fear while he was hanging on the cross was that that knowing that the presence of God had lifted from him. That's why he cried. Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. My Lord, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It wasn't that God God rejected him. No, it was that God's presence lifted. God turned away. There is something that happens to you when you carry the presence. There is something, dear child of God, that makes you different even from the, the people who are Christians. Being a Christian does not guarantee you the presence. Being a pastor's child does not guarantee you the presence. Working in church, being a what kind of leader does not guarantee you the presence. That is why one man can be shot twice and yet the bullets will not penetrate because he, he, God is upon him like a garment. While another will be shot and he will be wasted like a fowl. I wish you can understand with me. The cry for the presence of God is all that matters. The cry for the presence. We pray so much for power. We pray so much for anointing. We pray so much against our enemies. How much time do we spend praying for the presence? Listen, child of God, the presence can increase. The presence of God is like waters. It can increase. Like the revelation that Ezekiel had, it can increase from an ankle level to a knee level, to a waist level, to a shoulder level. It can increase. There's a presence that can swallow up headache. There's a presence that can swallow up depression. There's another presence that can swallow up death and say, Death, where is thy sting? Grave, where is thy victory? As you listen to me, I want you to retarish the presence of God. I want you to put more value on the presence of God. Moses said, if your presence does not go with me, then there's no need to move. How many of us have gone into things, into ministry, into business, into projects, into contracts, without the presence? How many of us? How many times? How many times have we gone on our own? How many times have we used what God has blessed us with to go away from God's presence? Adam and Eve were hiding from the presence because the agenda of the devil is to cause you to keep running church, to keep doing church, to keep doing fellowship, to keep being an usher, to keep being a, a, a deacon and not have the presence. The devil wants you to offer sacrifice, great, sing, wonderful, but don't have the presence because a man with the presence cannot be molested. Ayaka. Run the shutter. A man with the presence we cannot cannot be outside God's agenda. A man with the presence cannot be hidden from God's agenda. God will always tell you, this is what I want to do. Because the presence is a relationship. It's a benefit. It's the reward. 
Ah. And God said, my presence will go with you, Moses. And I will give you rest. You need rest from that hard labor. Rest from that disappointment. Rest from that trouble. Rest from that sickness. Rest from that pain. Rest from that oppression. Rest from that long suffering that you've been suffering. One thing and it keeps on remaining. It has not died. It has not gone. It has not stopped. What you need is the presence. There's a kind of presence that we enter into your house. And from that day, your house will become a healing center. There's a kind of presence of God. No wonder Moses kept on staying in, the, in, in that tabernacle. Upon the mountain, Moses kept on staying there. The day Moses came down, he did not even know that he had contacted the very presence. He began to shine as God. The anointing is not needed in heaven. It is needed here. But the presence of God is the same in heaven because it is the carriage of God. It is the persona of God. It is the announcer of God. It is the, it is the, the go forward. I mean, the presence of God is the John the Baptist of Jesus. Can I explain to you? Before Jesus came, John the Baptist came to announce him. So by John the Baptist, we knew that Jesus was going to come because John the Baptist keep sh kept shouting about Jesus. So the presence of God is the announcer, is the town crier for Jesus, for God. So when, when Jesus wants to come to a place, his presence goes first. When the Lord wants to visit you, his presence is the announcer. It is what makes you know that God is in this place. How many times has God visited but you did not know? Because you have not paid attention to the presence. How many times? We've had testimonies of people who were lost in sin and darkness. They will tell you, those who understand and have the presence of God will tell you that when they are indulging in, 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 in practices, in evil practices, in sinful and and and. and Evil practices, when they are doing that, they can feel the presence of God walking away. Anybody can tell you about grace, but that grace is Jesus, and that Jesus has a presence. I beg of you, get an intimate relationship with the Holy Ghost. No day should pass you by without you crying for the presence. Without you crying for the presence. Now I see why David kept saying, cast me not away from your presence. It's not because God is going to leave. It's not because when you call him, he will not answer. But there is a presence that is manifest. That when it is removed, you become like every other man. It's like a garment. It's like a robe. I do not want to be derobed. I do, I do not want to be naked. That's what David was saying. The presence of God is a covering. Oh, I love your presence. I love your presence. Your presence is heaven to me. Heaven to me. Heaven to me. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Wherever you are, I pray for you. You will not be naked. You will not be derobed. You will not use what God has given you to run away from his presence. The hand of God rests upon you tangibly. As you make efforts to stay in God's presence and invest in God's presence, 
The Lord will smear you with his presence right now. Let the presence of God begin to touch you. Wherever you've lost it, let it be reactivated. Let there be a rekindling. Let there be a reawakening. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You have been listening to Apostle Raphael Agadama of Trails of Fire International. We believe you have been blessed. For prayers, counseling, or partnership, please call 080-709-24996 or send us an email to our email address at trailsoffireoffice at gmail.com.